Welcome to Thor's Hammer, a roundtable discussion on the Minnesota Vikings by Viking fans from around the country. Each week we gather and discuss and hammer out everything about the Minnesota Vikings. What we saw the previous week, what we see in store for the upcoming matchup, and a few surprises along the way. Join us each week as we launch on a new adventure. It's here. It's Thor's Hammer. Hello, and thank you for joining us on Thor's Hammer. I'm your host, Viking Bob, and for the first time in a while, we got the full crew back. Let's start by saying hello to John Lano. How you doing, John? I'm doing good, Bob. How you doing this week, man? Living the dream, brother, like always. Right on. All right, we got Jeff back from his world tour. Jeff, how you doing? Good, Bob. Glad to be back. Glad to have you here, man. We missed you. Jeff? Yep. Where did you really go when you left us with those tight white pants on? <laughs> back to Boy. where I bought the tight white pants from. <laughs> Boy band. It wasn't even a truck stop, man. I'm wondering where you went with those guys. Hey, 20 bucks is 20 bucks. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> and the fourth member of our crew, Mr. Papa Scott. How you doing, Scott? Yeah, I'm doing excellent. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Why am I always like the last person? You're the new guy. Shut up. Yeah, we tweeted last week, man. I know, but Papa you guys like you. continue the show. And, oh, yeah, let's, let's get back to the fourth guy. Yeah. Good to see you, Jeff. Fourth? If you go back to season one, where was Scott? Oh, yeah, that's right. Sitting at home drinking oh. martinis with his wife. Yeah, we all remember, remember season one. Uh, well, I do. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> Barely. That's a pretty accurate statement right there. Back when we were a garage band. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was literally in the garage back then. Yeah. Friday night drinking night. We are hammered. Yeah. That's all right. Good. I'm hungry. Let's get rolling. All righty. <laughs> we're going to talk about the Jets game. And then we're going to talk to Papa about his on the field, in the locker room, and in the press box, working the game with Mr. Tom Moore from VikeFans.com. Tom was trying to be here tonight with us, but we've had some technical difficulties. He did not join us tonight, but we will try to get him on at another time. Tom, we're very sorry, but thank you very much. So Vikings won by 20 points over the Jets. Both Papa Scott and I picked the Vikings to win by about 20 and John Lennon laughed at us. John, what do you have to say for yourself? Good. Good. I'm going to laugh at you guys every <laughs> week. I don't care. More importantly, I wonder what, what Scott, how was it, man? How, how was the game this week? You know, it, it's really tough to be in the press box and try to watch the Vikings game, you know, because you're supposed to keep your emotions in check. You're not supposed to scream and holler. You can't wear any logoed stuff, even though I did wear some Viking socks. I did break the rules a little bit. But I absolutely, I absolutely loved it because you know how you get frustrated when you're watching the Vikings and they do something wrong, or and and it, it was kind of good to just really kind of take the emotion out of it and just watch it for what it was. And uh, man, I could get used to that. Did you uh, have any uh, high-ranking officials sitting behind you watching the game? Uh, we had Spielman. He was he was up behind us and, and down a little ways and. Uh, other than that, I couldn't quite see a whole lot of people. Ziggy Wolf was uh, was around uh, at halftime, getting some lunch and uh, did you, did, other did you find it awkward, like when you were getting ready to say something, you had to look around before you said anything? No, I was I was never afraid to say anything. <laughs> oh wow, wow! <laughs> no, I owned that place, man. I 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like the guy whose car, the Viking fans, whose car got set on fire outside the stadium after the game. Yeah, there was actually two fires, two different, two different <laughs> fires. I don't know. It was windy, but I didn't know yeah. anybody used charcoal anymore. I thought they used gasoline from a tank. I guess in New Jersey, that's what happens. That's it reminds me of the commercial on Mayhem. Yeah. That's right. It is. Brendan stepped the grill of the car and it was still warm. Yeah. Well, good. You bought the exercise. Scott, Scott, did you? I got to ask you, uh, I've been on one of these ventures before. Have you, did you learn something different as being, as a fan and doing this podcast? But actually being in there, being with a team and all that, did, did your opinion change at all on anything? Uh, you know, really, uh, the, the biggest takeaway that I came out of it is, is really is life is about relationships. And, and all those guys in that, in that locker room, all those guys in the press box, you know, they're just people uh, for one thing. Granted, they've got, you know, they're making a lot of money. They've got a, a high-profile job. But really, it just comes down to they're just people. They're just like anybody else, but they've just got you know a different job. So, um, so that was kind of the big the big eye opener for me. I I've been in in a press box and stuff like that before, albeit in a in a high school setting, uh, but it's essentially the same. So it wasn't like it was a big huge surprise for me. Um, but it was it was just neat to see how everything all came together. This big production, you know, you see the 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 game on the on the TV screen, but there's so much more that goes into and how that how that game is produced and and everything that leads up to it. Um, the game is somewhat ho hum compared to all the logistics and everything that goes into a into a game in the weekend. I think you had a great point there when you say produced. Because uh, my feeling when I went through there was like everything is, everyone talks about this is a business. The players talk about, and also it's fans who sit back and go, man, we should trade for him, or this guy sucks, or yeah. whatever. And, but you, when you sit there and watch this thing, that how much the logistics of a game, this is almost like a screenplay, you know, every week. Yeah. When you watch this stuff and watch these guys come out there and you see these guys in the locker room, how beat up and bruised that they are, it's stuff that you don't see on camera. Yeah. You know, typically, it, that, that kind of opened my eyes quite a bit. What do you think of that? Uh, definitely, I, it was it was neat to to see those players come out onto the field to come come out onto the field and off of the field in that locker room. You know, the they some of them huddled together. There was you know, Stefan Diggs uh, uh, led a little prayer, and and you know, they kind of it, it's just neat. To, it was neat to see that aspect of it. Um, I don't know if I answered your question or not, but I just thought I'd say that too. So uh, <laughs> it's all good, man. <laughs> it was there was just there's just so much, so many little things that that I observed that it, I mean I could talk for hours and hours and hours uh, about the experience and and probably not even cover the surface of everything I saw experienced. I got to ask you, how many pictures did you take? Uh, I did take a lot. Obviously, you can't take any in the locker room, but uh, I I took quite a few. Um, not like a whole, you know, ton of them, because I'm the only one that's going to look at them. You know, nobody else cares. <laughs> yeah, they do. They're they just do. jealous. They do. They're just jealous. Sure. All right, let's get into the game now, man. Come on. What, what, what right. do you think? What do you think of the game last week? Before we get into the game, let's tell everybody where we are again. All right, Papa, where are we? We are back at the Mermaid. In case you can't hear the bowling balls uh, going down the lanes uh, in the background, uh, up Moundsview, Minnesota. They hear the police sirens here in no time. Oh, we'll we'll take care of you. <laughs> well, 
we had um we had a couple weeks ago we had a blast Skull Scott told us to come back again he'd pick up our tab so that's why we're here yeah so let's don't let him see though we'll leave the uh, tab and let's walk out like last time yeah last time he left us the tab well we drank it and ate it so it was our tab well, this, this yeah, week he, he said he'll pick it up for us he said he's gonna cover it but yeah he left and we had to cover his tab too the yeah. Skull until you cover this tab we're not going anywhere <laughs> And Jeff, here's your here's your credit card. Oh, thanks for it back. I'm happy you're not going to put today's tab on it. Cool. Well, we maxed it out last time. It got rejected, so it's all yours, brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, you guys ran it up a week before, so. Yeah. Well, John, what is $19 friggin' Miller Lights out in L.A. and then New York last week, right? You know. Hey, it's not my... Hey, it's, I saw it's, you guys charge some travel through, too. I had to call Capital One and report fraud on that one. <laughs> I'm a victim of the schedule. I can't prevent that we're in L.A. and New York, okay? <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm sure you can auction off some of those... I'm sure... I'm sure you can auction off some of those white-hot pants and make a few bucks back. It's, it's true. Jeff, I said I'm Jazizi. It was his new name in his boy band. Is that what your name was? Jazizi? I don't know. It's what the people call me, but uh, I don't know if that was it. <laughs> All right, let's get, let's get into the game about the Jets. Yes. I get into it. All right. Adam Thielen, how many yards again? Boom. Nice. NFL record, seven straight weeks, out of season. Unbelievable. Awesome. Is it seven or eight? Because I, I was reading in ESPN that's eight weeks. As I was saying, it's the record he tied. Or break the record up for eight weeks. So he tied the record of his past weekend, but if he does it again next weekend, he'll have broken it. All right. Okay. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just asking for fantasy reasons. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. The previous record was not Super Bowl era, correct? Yeah. Correct. Uh, they just don't like him. And next week it'll be, oh, there's something else. Next week he'll tie the record. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, haters. Either way, it's an incredible feat. It is. It is. That is the one thing that I, I took a notepad with me to, the, uh, on, to that game, and I was keeping track of Thielen's uh, yardage as we went along. So it was fun. Did you, re did you realize at halftime you didn't have to do that? Oh, I knew that. I knew that, but I wanted, like, up to the minute. You know, they, they come by at the end of the quarter with that sheet. That's a little too late for that. Yeah. Reporters have computers, too. Well, yeah, but I'm old school. I yeah, mean, well, he's kind of a new school. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a millennial. <laughs> Speaking of records, Jeff, Daniel Hunter got a half sack. Does that count as keeping his streak going? Or oh, yeah. The streak is still alive. He's recorded at least a partial sack in each game. I mean, it depends how you want to phrase it and how closely you want to look at it. I mean, at the end of the day, people are going to look at it as he's tied for the lead in the NFL in sacks right now. And regardless of how many sacks he got per game, it doesn't really matter. Bob, was that a half sock or a, like a like a Jimmy Hoffa sock? <laughs> You wearing socks? What? <laughs> it's a he's into the red socks. So that's going. That just so zoomed right over his head. Socks, socks, socks. Oh man! <laughs> All right. So, dude, how do you guys think we played last? Jeff. Everyone's looking at me. Yes. Um, yeah, kind of staring at you through a fine, uh, fine tooth comb right now. <laughs> All right. All right. I'll give in. Um, I mean, although the Vikings won by 20 points, I don't think they played particularly well, um, especially in the first half. I mean, looking back at things, the Vikings easily could have kind of stepped on the Jets' throats late in the second half of the game, 
Uh, I mean, they were getting tremendous field position and they weren't just able to get into the end zone and honestly not make the yardage to even have uh, legitimate field goal attempts in the wind um, that they were fighting through. Uh, and I mean, although the wind was a factor based on what you saw on TV and what you read, I mean, it really didn't affect the passing game and the on-field offense too much. The kicking game, uh, it obviously affected, and you can see that when Dan Bailey kicked the balls. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, the Vikings were able to kind of amp it up in the second half, I guess I would say, and, and really get after Sam Darnold. Uh, once they did that, things kind of started rolling downhill, both for the Jets and for the Vikings, I guess, depending on what you want to look as downhill. Uh, and they were able to kind of pull away at the game. But, I mean, they're going to have to play a lot better this upcoming week against the Saints if they're going to stay in the game against such a high-powered offense where they're not going to have the chance to kind of sputter on offense themselves. Uh, and they'll be playing catch-up. You know, one of, the, one of the nice things that I saw in that game is that at the end of that game, when they had the game in hand, they still scored 10 points. They didn't, they didn't get into this uh, conservative, oh, we're going to win this game and let's just blah, 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 get out of here. They, they attacked and, and, and put up 10 points when they really didn't need to. I would agree with that. And I think part of it had to do is because the Jets were getting tremendously chippy. Um, and one of the best ways, I mean, as a coaching staff or as a player to kind of get the other team to lay off a little bit is to keep going at them. Hmm. Uh, I mean, the Jets were fully intending to just beat the Vikings up as much as possible once the game got out of hand. Um, and, and to really avoid that, you just need to just take it to them. The other uh, thing that I really like to see out of that game was Kirk Cousins, his uh, pregame uh, little rally rah-rah speech. Uh, once again, this is the third week in a row that he did it. And I almost wonder if, it, you know, he technically, I guess, is the leader of the team, but it seems like he's emerging as, as like the one leader uh, of this team. And I don't know if Everson Griffin had that role before. Do, do you have any idea on that, Jeff? Yeah, Everson was kind of pump up guy the leader everyone looked up to before he walked away from the team but Kirk has definitely exerted himself in the past few weeks and I mean it's a different tune than he showed in Washington where he led more by example than vocally um, but the Vikings have definitely given him the platform to lead and people are taking to it so more power to him yeah I, I think it's great oh absolutely I mean anytime you can have a quarterback that becomes kind of that leader or that person people look to on the team. I mean, that's very powerful. Well, speaking of Everson Griffin, he was back at practice today. What's up with him now? Is he uh, planning on playing this week? He's back. No, hmm. I'm just kidding. Um, I think they'll see. I think it'll be a group decision on whether he plays this week or not. Um, I mean, Everson obviously had to know he was ready to get back onto the practice field, get back into the locker room. Um, and the coaching staff in front office obviously thought that was a good choice both for Evans and himself and for the team. Um, but playing is a whole different animal. I mean, we'll see. Uh, it takes a lot for these guys. I mean, you always hear about it. People step within the boundaries and they become a different person. Um, we'll see if the Vikings are ready to kind of take the chains off and let them do that. Um, and ultimately it comes down to, do they want to give them some situational play uh, this this weekend, or do they really want to wait until he's ready to go kind of gun-ho and take back his starting role? Uh, I mean, either way, I think the players immediately are still drawn to him as a player, and they obviously should be. I mean, this is just like any other illness or injury that anyone goes around the team, no one should look down or look at them differently when they come back. Um, and we'll see how the Vikings handle it. I mean, if he's ready to play, he's still in shape, um, but if he's in football shape uh, and ready to go, I have some reason he won't be out there on Sunday. Good. Looking forward to seeing him knock Breeze to the ground a few times. 
We'll see. That's all we can do. Oh, another part of the game, other than Thielen, we had uh, the Tay Train rush for two touchdowns, 69 yards on 15 carries, pretty good 4.6 average. But the one that stands out to me is Rock Thomas, one carry, 23 yards. Now, I'm no genius, but if a guy runs for 23 yards on one carry, I think I'll let him try it again. Do the Vikings have more in store for him coming up? Yes. Well, I guess we'll see. I, I mean, I think they have a split committee kind of going on with both Boone and Rock Thomas. Uh, and I think they're kind of letting the two separate themselves, I guess is probably the best way to look at it. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, it's going to be Delvin Cook and Latavius Murray that are carrying the load. Uh, I think they're holding on to both of them because they think they have the potential to be good backs. Um, talking about both Boone and Thomas. Um, but at the end of the day, they're more shaping them for roles next year um, than this year. It's just kind of house playing with house money if they get anything out of them now. What's the, uh, the word on Delvin Cook coming up? Well, he won't be back for a while. I think they're going to let him rest up, and we'll see if he can get back after the bye. Have you heard anything with, with Delvin Cook? Is is he just a wuss, or is well, he something going on here? Because I, I read things on ESPN saying that he's just not being tough enough to play through the injuries. Well, I think it's really tough, especially as a running back. Um, when you're running straight ahead, the hamstring is, and you're moving side to side like that, it's a little different than if you're maybe an offensive lineman or a quarterback, et cetera. Um, hamstrings are tricky. I mean, look at Leonard Fournette, for example. He's been out all year for Jacksonville, um, and there's really no end in sight to that saga either. Um, so, I mean, Delvin's always been a dinged-up player, even looking back at when he was at Florida State. Um, and I don't think it's necessarily fair to question his toughness because we don't know him on a personal level. We don't know what he's fighting through. We don't know the grade of hamstring injury he has. Um, but I think the Vikings probably would have been better off shutting him down initially um, and letting him heal fully rather than trying to rush him back for the Rams game, uh, getting him in for practice last week only to have him come in sore and have to sit out even further. Um, I mean, let him sit, wait till he's ready, and then let's go from there. Do you think it makes sense for them to put him in IR? Um, not now. I mean, if they would have done it after the Green Bay game in week two, it would have made a lot more sense since he would almost be through the IR period where they could bring him back. Um, but at this point, putting him on IR makes no sense since he'll basically be out through week 16. And 10-4. All right. Anything else you guys want to talk about for the Jets game? I know we're running short on time. No, yeah. you know, Nothing. I... I uh, Noticed that Mike Boone took the the second had second carry of that game and picked up nine yards. Seemed like uh, they involved those guys early. Zilstra also caught his first NFL pass early in that game too. That was kind of an interesting thing for me to see. Anybody else think that's a little interesting? It takes it takes it kind of takes a Jeff Jets off tempo. You know they're not, they're not expecting Zilstra to pass anything, you know catch anything and Boone to come out there. That they're not prepping for these guys. So I think that's there's a reason they did that, but um, I don't know. It seems, you know, I don't, seems to me from. that it's like an, an involving of, of some newer guys in that in that rotation uh, as part of that team, just to, maybe it is to keep other team off balance, but that was early in the game too, so I don't Trust know. Me, people are still in shock that we're throwing Treadwell the ball, you oh, know, sure. so, I, you know. <laughs> I, I don't know what the, the stats are, but I think he's caught like the last eight balls thrown to him. So well, don't jinx them. Well, in that case, does that make Aldrick Robinson the new Chris Carter? 
pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. All he has All he does is catch touchdowns. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. We're going three deep here, man. All right, let's move on. Let's pop the, uh, the Saints games coming up this week. Sunday night prime time. Last time we played, Minneapolis Miracle took place. We Dude, all went from throwing touchdown. Yeah, we all went from throwing rocks at our TV to walking on clouds for a couple of days. But this game, not as meaningful, but it is. What do you guys see coming up this, this Sunday? Scott, go first. You tell us. I think it's going to be a, a heck of a game. I know the big talker is, you know, the revenge, revenge game for the Saints, but. I don't know. I don't think they're really looking at that. This is a completely different game. They've got a certainly got a, a high-powered uh, team over there or down there in New Orleans. You know how my map skills are. Uh, the, 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 the big talker I saw coming out of, of New Orleans paper is actually Minnesota's offense against New Orleans defense, and that seems like a complete flip-flop uh, from last year. So I don't think we, we want to get in a shootout in this game, but... Uh, you know, we got to run the ball, and and uh, I, I think we're going to sneak a win out of there. Well, before we break that down, uh, <laughs> a limo was pulled up in front of the mermaid, and four guys in white pants came in, and they are taking Jeff away. For the boy band. Yeah. I Must knew be. it. I knew it. Yeah. He lied to us, man. He said the, the band broke up. No, oh, I left a credit card, though, so we're good there still. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Jeff. All right. Boy. Thanks, Jeff. God, it is a boy band, isn't it? Well, let's get another round then. It's on Jeff. Yeah. When are we going to come out with their second album? Another run this card over here, please. Just just keep it back to the bar. Yeah. My glass is half empty. Hold on. <laughs> oh, my glass is empty. <laughs> anyway. Drew Brees brings his Saints into Minnesota Sunday night. Uh, this is a big game for us. This is one of those games, this is one of those makeup games that if we lost one that we should have won, aka Buffalo, and we win one that we should have lost, maybe the Eagles game, we're even. But to be a great team, you have to get more wins and losses. Duh. Uh, this is one of those games that we're playing at home. We have to win this, my opinion. We have to stop their running back duo there, uh, Alvin Kamara and uh, Mark Ingram. I'm not worried about that. You worried about Michael Thomas? No, I, you know, I'm Thomas I'm worried about. Basically, besides Todd Gurley, no running back has rushed, I believe it's for 60, over 61 yards against the Vikings defense this year. Besides Todd Gurley, no running back. Even that Buffalo game, Ivory didn't rush for over 61 or 60, 61 or 66. So I'm going off the top of my head here with this. But um, Gurley's the only one to surpass that amount of yards. So I'm, I'm not too worried about the running game. I'm worried about the passing game on this one because Drew Brees is known for lighting us up. Well, hopefully we have the uh, corners covering and the safety's doing their job. And I think he'll pick us apart underneath with Barr and Kendrick's trying to cover somebody out of the backfield, like a Kamara or um, Ingram. I think it's going to be short passing. I think the Vikings take away most of the deep passes. I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm hoping. How's the secondary looking this week? Banged up as always. Yeah. I think most of them will be back. Uh, 
know, obviously we, we lost our rookie for the season who was playing quite well. I think one of the things that, that has uh, plagued the Vikings a little bit is, is, that, is that running back getting out into the, into the flat, into the, uh, off to the side, you know, for a screen pass. They, they, the Vikings defense has struggled to pick that up, and you know we've got two guys in Kamara and Ingram that we're facing this week that they're going to pose a challenge, uh, especially in their when their Vikings defense is a little bit weak in that in that area. Yeah, I think I think Bruce is going to bring you know bring up the tempo that he normally does is what he does is gun it down the field, gun it down the field, give a couple of big gains, and give it to his running backs Kamara or Ingram. Those guys just beat it right down your throat. As you guys are exhausted and they're huffing and puffing, they're gonna run it, run it right down your throat. So I, I'm a little bit worried about that, but at the same time, I'm more worried about the passing game than I am the running game. So the opposite is gonna happen this week. Hmm. I don't know. I, I think it's Drew Brees not throwing an interception yet this year. Are we gonna be the first one to do it? It'd be nice. Two or three would even be better. He's due. But I, I think, other than maybe Michael Thomas and maybe one or two deep passes, I think he's going to dink and dunk us with his running backs because our, our linebackers are not going to be able to cover them. Their receivers will be covered. Our backfield's pretty good, uh, you know, defensive back. This is how I see it, and if we stop the run, it, it'll, it'll make their running backs basically become receivers. But then you go for a more of a pass rush you have to stay in to help block. So that's that's what my game plan would be if I was Mike Zimmer. I think I'm a little scared of that because uh, the Vikings haven't done good very well this year from what I've seen. I don't have a stance to back into the sun, but the, when they're throwing, when teams are throwing to the uh, running backs, you know, those running backs are tearing up the Vikings. You know, so I'm, I'm hoping that... Uh, God, the, the short passes, the dump-off passes, those are going for like 20 yards against us this year. So I don't want to see Kamara and Ingram running and running wild that way. I hope we can keep them this, trying to throw the deep ball and trying to run Ingram, you know, and Kamara at us. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think we have to take away their, the running game first, take away the deep pass second, and then plan on them going for the dink and dunk to the running backs out of the backfield. But it, you can take a lot of that away by a, a good heavy pass rush by making one have to stay in the block. Yeah, but we need to have a lead at that point. So that was, that's what scares me a little bit this week. Yeah, it's, well, that's what makes the game fun, though. Yeah, they're always fun, man. Come on, that's what we're here for. Yeah. On offense, I think we'll continue to be what we've been doing. Uh, this might be the game that feeling streak ends because I think they're probably going to cover him. Whoa, 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 Bob, watch your mouth, man. Watch your mouth. Sorry, it's, it's continuing. Positivity. Positivity. That's right. I forgot I was talking to. <laughs> well, you know, who do you who do you think they're gonna who do you think they're gonna key on? Are they gonna key on Diggs who Diggs. burned them in that last game Diggs. or are they gonna go after Thielen? Diggs. I I kinda think so. I think they're gonna they're you know, if they're going for this revenge factor that that, that the media is talking about. Uh, and they key on Diggs, Thielen's going to be there. And if, if they try to double uh, double both of those guys like the Jets tried to do, then uh, I think it's a game for Rudolph. I, you know, it's a, it's a pick-your-poison type of game. And, and, and I think the, the Saints have struggled uh, a little bit with their, with their cornerbacks, just like, uh, oh, just like the, uh, the Cardinals. And uh, 
I, I think this is one more game for Thielen, 100 yards, piece of cake. Well, I think a lot of it has to start with our running game. If Marby can rush the ball successfully like he has been in the past couple of weeks, great. Even a little help from Thomas or Boone, not bad either. Yeah, I got, a, I got a nickname for those two. The, son, the Sons of Thunder. What was that? The Sons of Thunder. The Sons of Thunder. Not Sums, Sons. That's what said, Sons. Oh, sorry. Uh, Have another beer. Yeah, another beer. You don't like another that? Round. You don't like that? What, where, where does that come from? I don't know. I just made it up. <laughs> I didn't know there was any reference to that. You know? Oh, what he's having? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's biblical. Oh, right. oh, that is my problem. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Sorry. See? Pick it up once in a while. Uh, I have. <laughs> Put it right back down. <laughs> exactly. Everything on a prison they give in that book. Yeah. No, I, I th there's a reason why they're incorporating those guys in into the game, and it's not just to give Murray a spell. They're giving them some time, giving them some confidence, and this may be very well the game that uh, we see a lot more out of them. I'm hoping you're right. Me too. I mean, with Cook not being able to help all this team right now due to injury still, it has to come from somewhere else. Next man up, right? That's right, Robinson. Hey, oh, he doesn't catch touchdowns. That's right. That's right. He's he's basically Randy Moss 2.0, man. Uh, Chris Carter, I mean. <laughs> no, Randy Moss 2.0. Even though he just catches a touchdown like Chris Carter, it's Randy Moss 2.0. Just chuck it, man. Just chuck it out. Right. Right. Either one. Either one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just playing with you all. All right, let's get in the picks. All right. Go for it, Bob. Let's get Scott. Since you complain, you never get to go first. You get to go first again. Happens, yeah. every, happens every week. You know, uh, this this <laughs> game... Yeah, nobody <laughs> listens. This game's uh, going to come down to how well the Vikings O-line can protect Kirk Cousins and uh, how well they can open up the, uh, the holes for Murray and the Sons of Thunder. Uh, so I'm going to go... Uh, <laughs> Sons of Thunder. He's going to push it. He's going to push it. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. You wait. You wait. PA's going to be talking about it all week long. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Minnesota 31 and the New Orleans Saints 29. 29. Well, that's a way to score. All right, John, you can go second. Well, I, I don't see it quite being as such a long-scoring game as uh, Scott does. I'm uh, no. I'm thinking New Orleans comes up on top this week. Uh, what? Minnesota. Yeah, what? Uh, Minnesota's a one-point favorite at home against New Orleans. Over under being 52 points. Yeah. I think though. I'm started out the, at two and a half. Yeah, I take the over this week because I think the scores this week's ended with like a 43-41 game. New Orleans wins. I don't see it that high scoring. You really? No, I, I'm I'm going. 27-24 Vikings. Wow, you have a lot of faith, man. A lot of faith. Positivity, brother. 43-41. Oh, Isn't me eight? Seriously, 80. I'm, I'm, I'm going to find my bookie around here. I'm saying it, put it, put the over under 80 points. I'm going over. I don't see it. But okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, trust me, I'm always so accurate. And just, you know, Absolutely. Yes, That's why I'm in the show, That's why you're here. That's right. That's right. Hey, so you guys got any uh, upsets this week? Scott. I got, I got Scott. mine. I got mine right last week. Yeah. I don't even know who I picked last week. Oh, I wasn't here last week. Uh, I was here last week. Wasn't here last week? Gosh, got too much stuff going on. 
Yeah, <laughs> you Scott. Were, you were here. Yeah, right. You want me? To, you, want, you want me to pick an upset, huh? I don't know. Yeah. I haven't even looked at it. I hate picking upsets because I'm rarely right. Uh, you were right uh, a couple weeks ago. I don't even have it. I don't even have a list of the games in front of me. You got one? Yeah. Uh, upset. Bob, pick one. <laughs> yeah, I got one. Yeah. Bob. yeah. No, I, I'm sorry, I got one, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick the I'll pick the Broncos over the Kansas City Chiefs this week. The Chiefs are favored by ten. I like that. Yeah. I'm going to go. I, I hate saying this. I really do. I, I think the Packers. Packers? Rams. No, they're not. I'll Bob. be cheering that I'm wrong. Bob, yeah. take that back. Just take it back. We can't pick the Packers ever. Yeah. All right. All right. My bad. Take it, take it back. You That that filthy talk that just came out of your mouth. Get ah, hold, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Please, please take a shot of bleach. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> All right, I'm up. Yeah, no Packers. All right, Dolphins over the Texans tomorrow night. Wow. Okay, that's not a bad one though. I actually kind of like that one. Okay, Bob. All right, I'm gonna you take. You for the long ones? Uh, the Jets over the Jets over the Bears. I was looking at the Jets, 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 but uh, you know the way Browns over Steelers. You're picking the, it, aren't you? The way Belial got trucked in that game, I don't think he's going to be healthy for weeks after that game. So I'm going to go with Cleveland over Pittsburgh. There it is. There it is. I figured you go there. I tried. I picked that week one. And I got a tie. Yeah. 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 Well, this is in Pittsburgh, so you were going with the Bills over the Patriots. No, I picked Cleveland <laughs> over Pittsburgh. Bill's only 14, 14 point dogs at home against the Patriots this week. Actually, we should we should bet on the meeting between Everson Griffith and Manti Teo. Wonder how that conversation's gonna go. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> That's how it's gonna go. Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Everson Griffin and Catfish is ass. That pretty much wraps up everything here. Uh, you guys, anything you want to add? I guess. Oh, yeah. Don't make me do math. I don't need anything. Count how many beers you had in front of you. Uh, two. Many. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have anything to add. I'm tired. All right. I'm Let's old. Get. Let's get the tab. We'll pay with... Actually, Skull's picking this tab up, isn't he? Yeah, right. I, I seen so. him running out the door about 10 minutes ago. Yeah. I see Jeff's card still here, though, so we'll take Jeff's. Yeah, we'll do one or the other. Here Actually, you know what? I do got a few things. It's, I just want to give a shout-out to uh, all those fans that I met out in the uh, parking lot of uh, MetLife Stadium, Peter Weeks and uh, John Couch and uh, a couple of the other folks that I don't remember your names, but uh, did a really good job of, of welcoming us uh, into the tailgate before we got into the game, and... Uh, it was really a really good time, and uh, I hope to All do right. it again. Glad you had a good time, man. Word. All right, let's say goodbye to the mermaid. Thank you for having us. Um, thanks, my, my why are my feet so sticky? <laughs> my shoes are, like sticking to the oh, floor. Okay. Somebody you got any socks? No, it's in my shoes. Look at this. Good night, everybody. Skull. Skull. Jesus. We're out of here, everyone. See you next week. <laughs>